Christmas with a Twist podcast. Happy Monday. This is Yitzhia Menachem of Joyswag.com. This podcast is dedicated to my dad. Today is his birthday, and hence, Papa Don't Preach. A song always makes me think of my dad. Anyway, this podcast is called The Business of Stocks Part 2. On March 2nd, 2021, we recorded our last podcast regarding stocks, so we're really going to keep this one super short, hoping for 10 minutes only. As you know, I heard, actually Menachem told me this, that a good podcast should be just like a mini skirt, short enough to keep everyone's attention, but long enough to cover the point. So I, I know for myself when something's really long and I see uh, half hour, 20 minutes, I just never even listen. 10 minutes, okay, that's just about where my attention span is at. So we're just going to update a little bit of what we said last time. First of all, in the last podcast about stocks, I mentioned something about um, that the only thing I learned in high school was about diversifying, etc., etc. I didn't mean the only thing I learned in high school. I meant that was the only thing regarding the stock market that I learned in high school. I learned many things in high school. So I just wanted to clarify that because I got a few questions about that. And uh, we're basically today just going to go through like some of the stocks we have, how they're doing today is an amazing day because one of the stocks we recommended last time CRMD, ironically, today is the day that it just, it was hovering under $5 for months, and today is just the day that it took, like, a life of its own, it's on fire, I would still, would you still tell people to put their money into it, Menachem? I think that the, uh, the, the market is expecting um, some news on the company soon, one of the catalysts for this, I believe, is that the company um, applied for a new drug application to the FDA, and they were turned down. Um, the FDA had some concerns about the manufacturing process, and the company said that they would, uh, in Q4, they would um, submit the application again. They're going to correct whatever issues the FDA had with the manufacturing process, and sometime in Q4, which just started, um, they're going to resubmit the application. So I think that the run-up is the anticipation. Um, you know, they're going to fix whatever problems because the FDA did not have concerns with the manufacturing process, not the drug itself. So that's promising. And was the, I heard some talk on stock twits or some of these, uh, stock, um, websites where everyone's chatting about, chatter about the CEO, Kosho, whatever his name is. Was he fired, laid off? What's the story with him? So I didn't follow those that exact. Uh, it looks like he, he was let go. Right. Um, uh, I know many of the the retail uh, holders on the forums are upset about him. They feel like he dropped the ball. Um, ultimately, the buck stops with the CEO, and the fact that they couldn't get it together and couldn't get it right the first time around with the manufacturing issue, the FDA uh, was squarely, uh, you know, his fault. So it looks like the, the board let him go, and there's a new person now in charge at the home. 
Oh, wow. A new person at the helm. Yeah, I see here from October 2nd. Cormedic announced... Cormedics, see, which is CRMV, announces Kosho Balak is retiring from his role as CEO. So I see... I'm not really... I don't know that much about it, but I see people are happy about that. People are not happy with him. And thank God... Menachem and I could say one thing about um, the stock market. If you put your money in good stocks, I mean, of course, you could play with like small stocks and um, stuff that. But if you if you put in good company and like the meme stocks and the fun ones, of course, it's always good to dabble in in stuff of you know whatever is the trend of the day. But if you really put your money in good stocks, strong stocks, um, companies that give you dividends. Um, you do see success if you really, really have the stomach to hold on. We've literally weathered storms. We held on when everybody else pulled out and everything went down. And today we could say our portfolio, especially from the last time we recorded about stocks, which was on March 2nd in 21, our portfolio was like way, 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 way higher, our total. And we even pulled out some cash that we needed for our day-to-day expenses. So... We really, really, really um, um, believe in, we still believe in the market. Don't listen to people, fake news. <laughs> and another thing is, I just realized that now, as I was looking up the date of our stock podcast, that our intro was on November 3rd, 2020. So right now is exactly the one year anniversary of this podcast, which is amazing. Thank God we kept through with it every Monday, which wasn't every Monday, but from now on, we hope to start steadily, um, God willing, to record every single money and keep it, um, what do they call it, like, uh, steady, fierce, what's that word? So I think you... Consistent, consistency. Consistency is key. Yeah, consistency is key, I couldn't, um, the word wasn't coming to me. Um, what do you have to say about the stock market in general? And what di- we have like two more minutes. So what direction, Menachem? Oh, I wanted to say one more thing because I see we only have two minutes. I saw two awesome quotes about the market and then I'll hand it over to Menachem who's telling me that um, the market is traveling towards crypto, I believe. Or crypto is going to be more than the stock market. So quote number one that I saw from Ed Sekota, which I find awesome, is if you can't take a small loss, sooner or later you'll be taking the mother of all losses. That's amazing. If you can't take a small loss, sooner or later you'll be taking the mother of all losses. So the key is hold on tight. Never let go. Don't sell when everybody else is selling and everything's down because it's, whatever goes down always comes up. I might have said this in our other podcast and the market is always going to come up. And the other great quote, which is of course by Warren Buffett because he's our favorite and um, thanks to Menachem, I never even heard of Warren Buffett before I met Menachem, but he basically is the one that lured me into the market and now I'm addicted. Uh, so Warren Buffett says, Wall Street is the only place where people ride to in a Rolls Royce to get advice from those who take the subway. Let me say that again because it was a little choppy. Wall Street is the only place where people ride to in a Rolls Royce to get advice from those who take the subway. Let that sink in. And now, for the last two minutes, I'm handing over to Menachem. Menachem, give us the direction. Besides that, most of our stocks in our portfolio 
went up. So if you want to invest, go back to our previous podcast, which is called The Business of Stocks. And you can put into all those. We also put into a lot of new ones, which I guess we'll talk about in an upcoming stock podcast. Uh, take it away, Menachem, and tell us which way the weather, is, the winds are blowing towards crypto and what you think about it. So as far as crypto goes, um, it looks like there's, there's a general uh, trend in, in finance in general in the world of tokenization of blockchain. Um, the the fees that Wall Street makes on trades in general, it just in general, moving money from, from party to party is mind-blowing. I think last year, uh, it was a Visa MasterCard when it made like $83 billion just in fees, just in fees. Um, and crypto, or, you know, has no fees. There's no, because there's no middleman. It's person to person, it's peer to peer. There is no middleman. And so it eliminates that. Um, and I think that Wall Street in general is knows that uh, if they don't get in on that, they're, then you know, they're going to end up losing out. So even the big banks are slowly moving into that space. Um, but as far as the market in general goes, I always say that this, you know, the best time, the, the, you know, the, the best time to get into the market is yesterday. The second best time is today. <laughs> oh, wow. I love that. I love that. Um, and there's actually, you know, speaking of, even, even if you're new and you have no idea what you're doing, um, there's actually, there's a famous story yeah, way, way, way back in 2007. Um, it seems like forever ago, like a different lifetime ago, um, there was this, Warren Buffett made a general bet to the hedge fund industry. And he said that if you were to put money in a regular S&P 500 index fund, you will outperform any actively managed hedge fund. Wow. And it was supposed to be uh, a gentleman's bet or a bet for charity. And then uh, one daring hedge fund manager actually stepped up to the plate and said, okay, I'll bet you. Um, and it was a, a million dollar bet. The winner, I think, was, was supposed to go for five years. Whoever can outperform within five years, whoever's results is better after five years time. And Warren Buffett agreed. And of course, next year, the year after the bet was the financial crisis in 2008. Oh, wow. The credit crisis. So of course, Warren Buffett took a lead. And then after five years time, this hedge fund manager said, okay, double or nothing. Let's go five more years. And instead of a million, it'll be two million. And Warren Buffett said, you're on. And after five years, he outperformed. Just a passive, you know, re regular S&P 500 index fund, low cost, low fees, will outperform any actively managed hedge fund. So um, just... A, Rule of thumb, general rule of thumb, I, I, I tell people all the time, um, if you have no idea what you're doing, go to low-cost um, index fund, S&P 500 index fund. And the reason why it always goes up, it'll always go up, is because it gets reconfigured every year. Every year, and it's weighted. It means that big companies like Apple, Microsoft, Tesla have a bigger weighting of it. So when Apple does really well or really underperforms one day, it'll drag down the entire index. But more importantly is that every year they reconfigure. It means the, the standard employers looks at all 500 companies and the, those that underperform get knocked out and then they, they, uh, they'll induct new winners into the index. And so you're always getting the winners. And that's why it always goes up. If you zoom out of like a 100 year chart, it just goes straight up. So you're always getting the winners. That's the beautiful thing about it. 
Um, the other rule of thumb is that you don't invest any money that you need within five years. So if you have a long-term horizon, money to put away, uh, more than five years, it's a wonderful place to put your money. I think the, the stock market is probably the biggest wealth generator in human history, stock market. And then um, finally, any money that you can't afford to lose, you don't put in the market. If you can't afford to lose it, you don't, it does not belong in the market. Um, there's, there's many, there's plenty of, uh, of low cost uh, S&P 500 index funds. One of the biggest ones I think is this ticker symbol VOO. Uh, it's a Vanguard. Vanguard is known. I think they actually, they, um, the late John Bogle actually from Vanguard, he was the one, he pioneered this, this approach of low cost index fund investing. Um, so VOO, I think it has like a 0.03 or 0.02% um, management fee, which is nothing like on a hundred dollars you're paying, you know, so that's the way to go. VOO, that's a popular one. Um, index funds, if you don't know what you're doing, you're starting out. Index funds is a wonderful way to go. And any money that you can't afford to lose does not belong in the market. Um, that's what we have for you guys for today. Thank you for listening. We, uh, tried to keep it down. Great job. Uh, we have a lot more to say. Uh, just letting you know the winds are blowing towards crypto. And next podcast regarding stocks, we'll tell you all about crypto and about our um, portfolio and how it's doing. Thank you. Have a great day. We love you all. Thanks for listening.